Thing. Drop the needle on the record, Pat. Make me a deal and make it good for me. I won't get full of myself. I can't afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song. everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Christy Stratton. And I'm Kyle Dotson. And this is our big all-vinyl episode. Mm. Even the theme song was just played from vinyl. And I need to, uh, first I need to immediately give a shout-out, 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 need to get a <laughs> shout-out to uh, a listener, Adam Coop, who found uh, the hockey album on vinyl. And sent wow. it to us. I can only assume this is the only copy in existence <laughs> of this album. Hi, I'm off mic of this album. It's uh, it's on Capitol Records. Doesn't doesn't say who wrote the songs on the label. It's just a white label. Wow, I but, love um, it. Yeah, yeah. That was Song Away. That's the song we've been using. Uh, downloaded on iTunes so these guys can make some money off of it because we've been using it for 225 episodes now. And uh, I've tweeted at them. I've emailed them. I've done everything I can do saying, we use this song. Is it okay if we use this song? You can come on. It's just a band of ghosts. Yeah. I don't even know if they're even <laughs> huh. around anymore. So All right. that's it. Okay. So uh, Adam Coop, thank you so much for the theme song on vinyl because this is a 100% yes. all vinyl episode. And, well, and now that we're thanking people, yeah. can I thank you? For um, getting me off of John Corbett's shit list. So uh, I just want to thank you. I don't know what, I don't know what, but you have performed a miracle. You reached out on my behalf. I did. I tweeted at him twice and then he, um, and then he, then he messaged me. He sent me, uh, I'm going to read these. I'm going to read this exchange. Uh, do you know about this, Kyle? Um, I had seen some of the stuff on on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> so so I, I tweeted Adam once and he didn't say anything. And then the second time he sent me a direct message via Twitter and he put, hmm, I only block people who talk shit about me or my friends, but I see she's in the biz. So let's give her a second chance. And then I said, John, thanks for taking the time to respond. Very nice of you. Christy is truly a sweetheart. Aww. Have a great day. Now that, that's, I thought that was going to be it. I didn't think there would be an additional nope, that was not it no there was not the best message is his second message his second message is she may have been a casualty of war when i block these fuckers i also block about 30 people that follow them as extra revenge ex, i can't even say the word as extra revenge and to stay angry and hungry jc love it yes yeah. is, is this the actor this the corbett. actor yes. john corbett on from sex and drugs and rock and roll yeah. so on that's FX. uh Season finale when I block tonight. The, when I block these fuckers, for a while he thought you were a fucker. Well, I, a tweeter, someone tweeted me mm -hmm. a gal and said he apparently um, blocks people who talk shit about Walgreens. Oh really? Yeah, I guess mm -hmm. he's the voice of Walgreens. I, oh. I don't know. I'm guessing, and maybe people are like, meh, whatever. <laughs> Walgreens sucks. I don't know what. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Um, one more thing before we start, because we have a lot of stuff that, like, oh boy, I, I got to tell everyone this. Uh, we don't have, a, I don't have a computer in front of me. No one has a computer in front of them except Kyle, because he's recording. Um, any information we give tonight, we're gonna have to take it right at old school. We're gonna yeah. have to take it 
from the our, album jacket. And from just our childhoods. Yeah, because back in the day, you didn't know anything if it wasn't written on that no, album jacket. No, you did not. So that's why you didn't know that, uh, that Kiss didn't really play on those albums <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but oh. before we continue, you're the last person to, um, to get your, uh, your maple syrup from Canada. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we had uh, uh, Benjamin Weber in here. He was a, a listener, and he uh, donated big money to Smile Train for the opportunity to host the show. Oh, how cool. So he, cool brought, he brought all of us some maple syrup from Canada, and everyone has theirs except you. So. Oh, I love that. How there cool. There it is. Pass that over, Kyle. It's like, oh. it's like an Emmy. Oh. Isn't I saw it? someone walking down the street in Hollywood with an just Emmy? holding an Emmy in their hand. You know, those are a lot heavier than they look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe she was working out. Isn't that what people say every time yeah, they get they up there? Yeah, they are, I know. Do you have one? No, I've held Pam Adlons. Who's that? She, uh, well, she's now on Louie, but she mm-hmm. was the voice of Bobby Hill. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And so she got uh, one. We were at the Creative Arts Emmys, or the Crummies, as I like to call them. <laughs> does, uh, does, does your husband have an Emmy? No, he does not. I mean, he wouldn't. As he, he, there network, wouldn't be a way. He, no. He's I mean, not executive producer or anything on these shows? Well, the executives, they're not considered mm-hmm. that. Like, that's a right. whole different Let me ask you thing. something. When, when At Midnight wins one, how many people get that? That's a good question. It depends. Um, they will put on a list, like, mm-hmm. who would get them. Okay. Like, at, at King of the Hill, in the animation category, it was a big thing when we got nominated because... We had to. We only had X number of, let's just say, I don't know, 10, 15, and we had to include animators in there. Yep. So it was kind of like, well, who's the top? Because yeah, there were a lot of co EPs and EPs. And then the, so, uh, like, but he wouldn't in that case, just the actual producers of the mm-hmm. show every day. Like, he, he gets the scripts and evaluates right. them and gives notes and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But, um, what was that? How, is, is there a limit to how many people can get it for like a show? Well, it, in the animation category, yes. I don't know about the other categories. It's crazy. I'm assuming so. It's crazy. Oh, and usually it's someone at the producer level or higher. Higher, gotcha. So if you're a story editor or a staff writer, you wouldn't get unless you wrote the episode. So that actually won. Correct. All right, good to know. I like it. What is this animation talk? How are I, you? I have a uh, musical celebrity sighting. Oh, <gasps> okay. Now let's play the game. Yeah. All right. Wait. How how does the game go? Give the me game the rules. Goes, actually, he, if, it would have even been better if he wouldn't. If he would have just well, said sorry. I had a celebrity sighting, but that's okay. okay. No, that's good. We narrowed okay. it down. So I'll, right. I'll I'll do the first question, and then you can ask okay. a question. Okay. Male or female? Female. Okay. Uh, current celebrity or someone from the past? More from the past. Mm. Mm. Latoya Jackson. No. Well, you just threw it. You just I just threw it. thought I'd take a wild. Um, stab. Was she wildly successful when she was at her height? Yes. Pat Benatar. Nope. <coughs> You're just going to guess every time now. Cindy Lauper. Oh my nope. god. Madonna. No. Um, um, oh, oh, white this, white this woman or white woman or to. black woman? White woman. Yeah, it is because they're guessing at home too. All right. What you said, white woman? Yes. Were other people noticing her as well? Yes. Was were people noticing her because she looked like a bag lady? No. Okay. They immediately went. There's Mariah Carey. No. Um, no, because she's a white woman. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well. Okay. <laughs> um. Wh- where did you see her? She was eating dinner next to us at Musso and Frank's in Hollywood. Ooh. Mm. It was a work thing. Ooh. I wasn't Ooh. just there. Barbara Streisand. No. Am, am, I in, am I in the right... Vi- no. no, not even. Okay. 
Okay. I, <coughs> you immediately recognized her, though. Or did someone say, hey, that's... Well, someone saw Bette her Midler. first. But no, not Bette Midler. Okay. Someone saw her first. Mm-hmm. And then when I looked, I was like, oh, I would have noticed her, too. <sighs> Boy, white woman. Part of a group. Oh, part of a group. Oh, has she ever been on this show before? No. Uh, okay, so it's not Susanna Hoffs. Um... Belinda, Belinda Carlisle. Nope. Jinx, oh. you owe me a Coke. I know. I owe you a I, uh, I also looked to, me, to see if David Wilde was eating with her, which he was not. Stevie Nicks. Yep. <gasps> oh, Stop talking God. right now. What? That's the second time I've seen Stevie Nicks. Where did you see her before? And why don't you at, call me so I can run over there with that my was rumors it, album? Uh, when I was working at... Oh, uh, honey. <laughs> when I was working at Conan. <sighs> well, that doesn't... Okay. But she was at... Oh, wait she a minute, Kyle. When you worked at Conan, you saw well, some celebrities? <laughs> okay. She, I'm just saying. Sure. <laughs> did you ever see Conan on that show? No. That's pretty great. <laughs> Who was she eating with? Just a bunch. It almost looked like it was her kids, and then like a she bunch of other kids. Her songs oh, or her kids. Then I don't know. Yeah, I never had kids. There were like a lot of like younger. We were going to try to make like it, younger. and then if we had kids, we would, but we never did, and that's okay because all my songs are my babies. It was, was she no eating with of, some lyrics. <laughs> no, there were like there were like younger people. Yeah, I forgot she didn't have kids, but there yeah there were younger people with her, and then like some probably like managers or people hmm. like that. Wow. How did she look? Fine, sunglasses whole time. Sunglasses inside. It was at night. It was like you nine know, o'clock at night. You know what Larry David says about that. He says two type of people wear sunglasses indoors. Blind people and assholes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think she just wants, you know, not to be photographed. You, that's know, okay. you know who she was anyway. Yeah, well, that's okay. Yep. <laughs> the lady doesn't want to put on her lashes. That that's day. true. That's okay. All right. All right, let's get Let's get it. going. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. this is going to take a while because I'm, I'm queuing stuff up. Um, right. Forget this. This fair use is going out the door because we don't know how long these we clips are going to be. We don't know. I can. I can actually tell you that I. Um, I'm not even going to upload this. I'm going to send each and every listener an acetate pressed okay. on vinyl of the show. So you're passing me something. I'm passing you this one. And don't you don't you can just tell me the track number. One track number. Track this number is one. Side one. Track one. Should we say who it is prior, or should we do that at the end? Oh, I'll say who it is. It's a psychedelic furs. This album, I remember getting it for Christmas from my brother. And my parents would always disguise the albums. They wouldn't wrap them because they'd know that I didn't know it was an album. So it was this huge box. And, of course, I'm not the kind of person that's going to wait for Christmas. I went and kind of saw how I could... Jimmy oh in the God. box. I did and the I same pe- thing I felt when I was it and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's the P first. So um, this song is just that whole time is this song and it's called, it's the, the album title, Forever Now. Right, can, are you answering a text? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually calling someone on a landline. Okay, let's see. This is exciting. <laughs> Yeah. We don't- 
point at Kyle. He'll fade it down. Oh, uh, I'm going to ask you to look at the liner notes. Tell me who produced this album. Oh, I th- it's Todd Rundgren. I don't even have to look. All right, cool. Wait, wait, wait. All songs written and arranged by the P first, but um, uh, 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 no, I ah, produced by Todd Rundgren. This beer is making me burp. I Christy brought, brought a, a twelve pack of Bud Light, which is what I would have been drinking in you know in my younger days while listening to albums and opening your Christmas presents. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did that one year too. I opened, I found the presents, I opened them all, and rewrapped them, and it was the worst Christmas I ever had because so, yeah. there was not one surprise that morning. I was like, oh, I know everything. Yes, yeah, yeah, I like that. I, I like that. Seriously, opened them all. And I then opened them all them. and rewrapped them. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Yep, every single one because they hid them right in the closet, hide in plain sight. Um, well, you heard the pops and crackles of the uh, of the vinyl record as soon as the needle touched down. That's part of the reason I don't care for vinyl. Um, you don't like to be listening to music as you're taking off in an airplane. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm going to be reading uh, tonight from the LA Weekly, who did an article, a cover uh, cover story called "Sound Wars." Everyone agrees that vinyl sounds better than digital, except audio engineers and people who invented the compact disc. Mm. And then this has, uh, here's one of my favorite quotes in here. It says, if you say the whole experience, like smoking cigars with friends, is better, well, do it. Enjoy smoking cigars with friends and drink beer and brandy and enjoy listening to an old-fashioned record player. But don't say they sound better. (laughs) Because they They don't. They don't. They don't. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start out, since we heard some pops and crackles, I actually have some albums that are brand new Ooh. that have never been played. Oh, my goodness. Because yeah, when, mine's never been played. Yours, never, yours has never been played. Mm. We're going to hold yours because it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the band? You brought one vinyl record. Who'd you bring? Soil Work. Soil Work. And we're going to listen to that. We're going to get to it. I hope we don't run out of time. I basically bought it, brought it because it's blue. Wait a minute. So all yours are new? No, no. They're okay. not all new. Okay. I have some new. I don't know why I didn't... <gasps> Just like Elvis's Moody Blue. Yep. It's blue, everyone. That soil, soil something. This, soil is, this, is, this is also mm. what vinyl is about, people. It's, uh, I'm looking through a stack right now. I can't just point at Kyle and say, yeah, it's the next one that I, we have queued up to a certain spot. Yeah. I'm actually trying to find... I actually thought Christy would bring a milk crate. You know, I did. I did used to carry them around in milk crates. Oh, memories! All right, here going we go. This is, this is this, and I'm going to say something. This what? is what? Did you say? Uh, this is something you probably never heard anyone say in their life. Someone would, who would say this, they'd say, "You know what? Let's listen to some Chicken Foot on vinyl." Okay, that's the super group with Sammy Hagar, Joe oh, Satriani, right. Chad Smith, and Michael Anthony. Sure, yeah. sure. That's um, that's fun. Yeah. So this is from uh, Chicken Foot's debut album called Chicken Foot. Is it Chicken Foot 2? No, no, no. There is no Chicken Foot 2. It's Chicken Foot and then Chicken Foot Volume 3 because that wasn't funny enough when the Wilburys did it 20 years ago. (laughs) Sammy had to uh, do that again. So this song is called My Kind of Girl.
I don't know if you heard that lyric, but it was backstage without a pass. She's got Bud Light is tattooed on her ass. Mm. That's Sammy's kind of girl. Yeah, single mom, yep. the whole thing. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. whole thing's, the whole thing's, uh, it's, it's liberating. Sure. <laughs> so that's, uh, now that sounded better than your Psychedelic Furs album, because this one's never been played. Ah. This is the first time it's ever been played. Now play it again, I'm, it'll sound terrible. <laughs> yeah, now it'll sound horrible. It's already been mucked up. Adam, that album that you gave me, I just have like sitting here on the desk. All it's right, not you... even protected. Okay, now, there you go, Adam. Okay, as you can tell from the... From the label. Yeah, that's a swan song. Swan song label. The, uh, the only people I can think of on this are, there's two people that I can think of. Yeah. Led Zeppelin. Uh-huh. And Bad Company. Right. But it's, this is the this is the former. Okay. And uh, this one, it's in the evening. And when I was listening to it on vinyl, because there's a lot of that stuff, and it kind of goes from, mm-hmm. just play it. And I, I chose this because I liked the way that... Kind of sounded, and this is my and old now, school. I don't have the first pressing where the where you could the, color it. Yeah, no, no. But I do have the bag. The I have the one great. with the bag. The um, they just in through uh, the outdoor. That is they just, in through the outdoor. Just came out. They just re-released it on C, on compact disc with a a bonus disc of demos and and the packaging. It's exactly like that. Oh yeah. Do, do they have the paint with? Water I don't know if you can paint it, and I don't want to put water on it. <laughs> To see, yeah, no. um, I love the I love the uh, the sticker in the middle of this. I've always yeah, I always love that. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. Now on the album, is that the same sticker that's on the on the album, or does it look? Different? Uh, you mean on the compact disc? Yeah, that's why I'm sorry. Yeah, I think it might CD. be. I think it might be. All right. So in the evening, I just read an article because of the re-release, and it said um, when they went to record, um, all of a sudden John Paul Jones hit songs. Yeah, that's what Jimmy Page said. He goes, "Oh, who knew." Right, because apparently Paige was so on heroin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he kind of took a little step back. Uh-huh. And, you know, John Paul, the handsomest, yeah. Zepp, stepped forward. And I love this record. I love it. I do too. It, this, is, this is in my top two of all Zed, Le- Zed Leplin. Yeah. <laughs> Led Zeppelin. Already, that wow. Bud Light getting to you. Like you're 14 again. Oh, that sounds so pristine. Holy crap. I know. A more keyboard-heavy album than the other Zeppelin albums, too. Yes. Which, I love it. I love every song on this album. I know, I love that! Feel the warmth of that. It just feels so warm. It's like wrapping yourself up in um, bubble wrap and rolling around on the floor. By accident. That record is so old. And if you just scratched it. <laughs> I'll have to get you a, a, another one. <laughs> <laughs> 
for two dollars. I, I, you were talking about your. You had what seven or eight hundred albums. I didn't. I never had that many because I just couldn't afford them. I um, I always worked in high school. I always had uh, jobs, and um, that's what I would spend my money on. And I remember, I, I think I've told this story before. My parents would get so mad if I would bring albums into the house because they they just thought it was like. A waste. Or I don't know what mm. they thought, but it's like I would, all, and I would always say, "I go, I, you know what? I could be spending this on drugs or beer. It's just, <laughs> it's just music." So here's what I, here's what I used to have to do. Everyone would enter our house from the back porch. No one yeah. would come in through the front door. So I would, you know, get my paycheck and go. And I'm, t- I would probably buy two albums a week easily. Wow. And I would, uh, you were just loaded. I would go to the, <laughs> I know, I would go to the front door and I would leave my albums at the front door. I would enter through the back door. Go to the front door, open the door, grab my albums, and head upstairs. Because they didn't know what I had. My dad would always... This is yeah, like, what's there in the house? What's there in the know. house? They don't know. They don't know. My, um, my dad would always say, uh, how many of these do you have? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, why do you have so many? You can't listen to them all at once. I'm like, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy man. Actually, you know what? Put about 10 on there. Put a stack them up. It. Uh, well, my parents had the hi-fi where you would stack them up and they would just oh, fall on top yes. of each so other. Giant consoles. Yeah. It was like a piece of furniture, like a credenza. Yeah, but that, then you open it up and there was yeah, that thing. That last that last one, whatever was the, the 10th album on a stack that was, it's just, it's so many, they're all, they're, none of them are flat. Everything's warped. It's all, sounds sure. terrible. Sure. Let me read one more quote from this article. Um, Vinyl's inherent deficiencies, reproducing bass is one of the most glaring. The other is that the last track on each side of a record sounds worse than the first due to the fact that the player's stylus covers fewer inches of grooves per second as it gets closer to the center. See, a lovely CD doesn't have that problem. No. I, it's weird because I understand how a CD works. Yeah. But I have no, like, I just, I can't, like, wrap my head yeah, around the concept <laughs> of how an album, like, I get it, I've a, been, it's been explained, so I've looked it up, yeah. but I just can't wrap my head yeah, around like that needle is, how they figured that out. It's, yeah, like, who said that? Hey, what if we get this little <laughs> needle and it's going to sit in groove? I don't even know how the music is on this album. I don't know how it's pressed in here. I don't get it. Yeah. Do you understand yeah. it? Like I understand it's burned to a CD and like it's data that it's, it's that a laser that is, is reading. reading. But like in yeah. an analog sense, I yeah. can't. I just can't understand it. Also, by the way, I do not own a turntable. So what we're using tonight is a uh, is a turntable uh, from the. It's a Crossley brand. Um, the video the video that I posted on the uh, on the Facebook page earlier this week was of the first one I purchased, which was a more expensive one than this one, and not one record would play without skipping. But you know the trick. You have to tape a penny. But you shouldn't have you to do have that to in 2015. Yeah. That's why it was 99.99 because then you uh, use the extra penny. Penny, yeah. Tape it on. So, uh, <laughs> so I bought this one. I bought this at Target just for the show. And uh, Kyle, what do you think is going to happen to this thing I bet tomorrow? Tomorrow, first thing, like the they'll put the open sign on yes. Target. You'll walk through the door and return it. I, I will take this right back. This is being returned tomorrow. So you will return yeah. to. Two, yeah. Well, the other one legitimately didn't work, and this one—you'll uh, just say it I work. consider this as we're renting this from Target. <laughs> okay. Christy's not down with any. I, I really. Knew she, I knew she wouldn't be. <laughs> a kid at work today was ordering furniture from uh, Staples, like a, a desk and a chair, and he—it was like just under the amount to get the free delivery. And the okay. delivery was like you know like fifty to a hundred bucks yeah. or something. And so I told him, I was like, just buy something that's, you know, $20. Yeah. And when they deliver it all, take that back tomorrow. 
Yeah, and he's see? Like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. So These that's are little tricks it. that Americans sure. can do. Yeah. <laughs> if you're American. Um, okay, my next... Uh, I have a story Ooh, about this. All right. This is We're going a, to way back. We're in the way back machine. Now, uh, I was looking... I saw a Dave Clark 5 documentary. And I liked the music. And I was like, oh, I, I only knew a couple of songs, but... I like all these songs, so I'm going to buy a, a Dave Clark 5 CD, a Greatest Hits or something, and they're nowhere to be found. Nowhere. Huh. The catalog is like, I don't know, being held hostage by Dave Clark, I guess. Hmm. So I posted or that. Or the other four. Or the other four, guys, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, uh, I posted that on, um, I posted about the documentary, and I posted that on uh, the Facebook page. And so uh, last year when I was in London with Pilar, uh, my friend who also listens to the show, Peter Spencer, he lives in Manchester. And when we hooked up for lunch, he gave me oh. this album. This is Dave Clark 5, 25 Thumpin' Great Hits. So we are going to play track one. That's a good album cover, too. And this is, uh, it's, kind of, it's kind of fun because Dave Clark was the drummer. Yeah. So, this is, so it's, a, it's a bass drum head that's got a big tear in it. So uh, we're going to hear uh, Glad All Over. Never been played by me. Let's see what happens. tell you when I played this the other day on the other thing, this would not play at all. I mean, it was like boink, dink, boink, boink, just bouncing all over the place. Would not uh, play at all. Hmm. Well, for the Dave so Clark the, so 5, you tape a nickel to it. <laughs> so what you're saying is the, the previous record player did not work. The previous record player really did not work. So it was skipping is what you're yes, saying. Yes. So okay. taking, taking that one back was legit. Sure. Taking this one back is a cheat. Now, what will you say tomorrow? It just didn't work. I go, you know what? The albums are skipping. It's uh, my my, uh, my friend Christy thought it sounded bad. So oh no, no! Don't bring me into this. Probably gonna. Don't it's all gonna be about. This. I got for a to show you the video. I'm gonna the say, video oh, no. of you. you know what? No, I'm gonna say. No. Hey, she has four record players in her house. I do. I do. And That's uh, she true. listened to this and she said, "None of mine sound like." this. I bought this for a present from my friend Christy, and uh, she didn't like it. <laughs> Track three. I um. <laughs> this is fast way. That's right. That's fast, Eddie Clark. Yeah, and, and and Pete Way, right from UFO, is 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 he on Jerry this? Shirley on drums, and and, he, and what looks like a thirteen year old boy, David King on vocals and harmonica. Well, who's playing bass? No one. See, I originally <laughs> thought that uh, Fast Way was uh, Fast Eddie Clark and Pete Way from UFO. No, nah, I don't know. Maybe. All right. Um, this was big in my hometown, Fort Worth, Texas, and, and like the bands that would come and play your school would always play this song. It's called Say What You Will. And who produced this? Tell me. Uh, Jeff Glicksman. Eddie Kramer. Oh, Eddie Kramer. That's big yeah. time. Yeah. This is side two, three. Side two, track three? Yeah. Yeah, they buried it. But it was their hit, their big hit. Got it. Three tries. <laughs>
that song. I know, right? It's really good. It was um, 1983. They're using the checkered flag two years after the cars used it. I know, right? right? Hi. I like that song. I like that song too. Is the rest of the album any good? I honestly, some of these albums, like when I was young, I would listen to one side oh my God. and not the other. So I've literally never heard the other side. Listen, I'll tell you what, I'm going to flip it over. <laughs> and let's, just, let's just, the first track on side one is... Oh, it's Easy Living. I've heard that one though. Okay. But maybe I haven't. Play let's it. Let's try it. I'm thinking of another Easy Living. Now, what was convenient about this was I, I had to physically remove the needle, <laughs> flip it over... The Inconvenience of Vinyl. Oh, that's warm. Not bad. I like it so far. Yeah, I thought that lead singer was a cutie. Now I look at him, he looks like, literally, he's... He's a ginger, too. Right. He looks a little like Morris Skip. I mean, uh, Robin Gibb. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Do you just think, a skosh. Uh, do, you think, uh, do you think he's... Uh, what's his name again? David King. You think David King somewhere, and he's like, uh, did you ever hear Fastway? <laughs> that was a singer. I call foul. That's a Columbia record, and you have it in a uh, chrysalis sleeve. Oh, oh. What? You know what? When I yeah, see Christmas. Oh. When I would buy an, a re, an album and I would Oops. open it up and it would have that clear <gasps> sleeve, so fucking pissed off. Heartbreaking. No, not heartbreaking. Fucking pissed. Because <laughs> I'm like, really, no Spend lyric a sheet. Dollar to yeah. make the lyric. No picture. No pictures yeah. of the band. Just ugh. Yeah. And yeah. for some reason, that would bother me. No, you know what one bothered me the most? That is. It's the one that's clear white, but then it's it's rounded. Ooh, I don't and, know uh, that one. And there's no corners. It's they're rounded. Uh, I don't know that sleeve. It seems like sure I have it here. All right, we're playing another. I got another Columbia. Uh, another iconic um, sticker. What do they call the sticker in the middle of the vinyl? The vinyl sticker. It's I don't called know. the vinyl sticker. We're not allowed to look things up. So this, that's right. Don't do it. <laughs> this looks pretty pristine, actually. This is. Um, See, this, that would almost bother me that they're maybe because I'm used to CDs, but that like it doesn't have its own. Artwork, you know what I mean? Yeah, I see what you mean. The song I'm going to play here, this is co-written by Rob Hyman and oh. uh, Eric Bazilian oh, yeah, the Ho- from the, the Hooters. Hooters, who were also on Columbia Records at the time and worked with Cindy Lauper on her yes. debut album. Uh, this is um, when she left uh, Scandal. <gasps> this is Patti Smythe's debut solo album, of which she has two. And then she just married John Macaron and decided not to, she didn't want to be, do music anymore. But this album is called Never Enough, and this is the title track. Oh, do I know this? We'll see. Promise 
I love this album. You know, it's funny, in preparing today, I just uh, I just went out to the garage and I just uh, I didn't make any hard and fast choices. You know what I mean? I'm just like, oh, I like I, I always like this album, I like that album. Like we have way more albums with us tonight than we'll ever get through. Right. But that's how I did it. I was just like, you know Me too. Like we're just sitting on the floor just, sitting on the fl- just playing right. records. Could you have were you allowed to have like a a boy in your bedroom? Ooh, no. 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 I, w- I was allowed to have a boy in my bedroom. <laughs> no, I was allowed to have girls in my bedroom. Yeah? Yeah, I don't think we were allowed to have the door shut, like, tight and okay. clicked. But it could, be, it could be shut, you know. Well, to be honest, I don't know how many boys were really, you know, that's, banging down that door. This but is bullshit. This is when... <laughs> it's true, though. This is when cute ladies... That's uh, what they say. When you see that model, Kyle, that she's like, I was fat when I was in high school. Okay, Heidi Klum. I, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I, no I, one cared. No sh- one was interested. Show, no one was... Okay, your phone case. Is that from high school? Uh, this was my senior year. This was right okay. when I was about to graduate. Kyle? No one dated this girl. Okay, no one. Kyle? No, no one dated this girl. You look the same. There was a junior boy that I dated for a couple months. Mm-hmm. Would you date that? Would you a, have dated that girl there was a, in high school? I probably would have gotten rejected. Oh. Yeah, that's the thing. How about that, Christy? Uh, let me just tell you who plays on this. Uh, some of the people who play on this Patti Smythe album. Uh, David Sanborn plays saxophone on Downtown Train. Magic Dick from... Oh, from Jay Giles. Jay Giles plays harmonica on Give It Time. <laughs> really? He plays the harmonica? He does. Can you believe it? No, he plays his dick. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that's, that's really funny. The skin flute. Hey, do you mind if I come over to your room and listen to records? <laughs> I would have been like, yeah, come on over. I can remember talking to Elliot Easton. By the way, this is a memory I'm, ha- I'm having when I was on Rockline. Right. And my mother is we can't the even other play, By the way, we can't even play any drops tonight. We don't have any drops to play. Are you crying? I'm laughing. Okay. I'm just remembering her going, go to bed! And I'm like holding for Elliot Easton. Turn that off! And I'm like, oh my God, I'm about to talk to Elliot Easton. She's when ruined. will this come around again? She's going to ruin it for me. She's going to ruin it. Speaking of Hi, mom. Christy, I love you. And then you hear, turn it off! <laughs> um, speaking of my mom, there's a, a certain subsection of my album collection that those that were my mother's records. Yeah. And this particular one, Aretha Franklin, I Never Loved a Man the Way I Love You. Let me see the cover of that. Is fantastic. Oh, yeah. It is, uh, and I'm just, I, I, I didn't even know what to play. But side two, song one, Dr. Feelgood. This is just, uh, they're all great. This is made popular by, uh, by oh. Motley Crue, of course. <laughs> no, this is a different, this one. Remind uh, me to play that next time we do title fight. It's by Aretha White and Ted White. I don't know who they are, but um, it's a great song, and I, I just duh, love. You want me to drop this needle? I drop the needle on the record, please.
listen to that. I could just let that play. But why does that record sound better than the rest of the record? I was just going to say that. For some reason, this this album does sound better. It's even in mono, by the way. It says mono. Oh, so was that uh, Dave Clark 5 was in mono, too. Maybe that's Interesting. why. Maybe that's why, because we're playing it on this uh, Crossley. Crossley, when you need a record player, but just for one day. <laughs> Bye, Crossley. <laughs> oh, Pat. Um, that sounded really, and you know what? The for some reason the pops and crackles kind of made it sound vintage. Mm, yeah. and I'm not joking. This whole record, y'all. You know when uh, uh, Tarantino did all the music for Django Unchained, <gasps> okay. he used um, like not the stuff that was recorded mm-hmm. for the the movie, obviously, but yeah. all the all the old western songs mm-hmm. and some stuff. He used his. Uh, he recorded it from. His turntable from his actual record collection. from his Jim Croce album. Yeah, because he wanted to hear the like he wa- like I guess when he bought it or something or when he was growing up he like remembered the pops and crackles. Yeah. So, but dude, he's a genius. He's also a crazy person. But yeah, he isn't. He's a, I that, that was movie. Cool. I just that movie. I can't even get over that movie. I think he is, and I wasn't on board with the mm-hmm. first couple movies. Yeah. I'm like, ugh, this is just crazy for crazy's sake. But then once you just kind of think oh no this this isn't pretentious this is actual like something you're transported mm-hmm. into this whole other world with these characters and yeah i'm I, then i'm like oh my gosh this is so good <laughs> love the kill bills i'm i'm a i'm a fan now and django i thought was and, and the inglorious bastards was a masterpiece oh, i don't like inglorious <gasps> bastards i don't i'm not a huge fan of the kill yeah. bills i like the first one better but i I appreciate them but just all right yeah inglorious bastards i i like that first scene with christoph waltz but then, you know what? Because I think the trailers led me to believe it was going to be something different than it was. I thought Sometimes it was going to be... That scene yeah. when they're playing the game? Yeah, I like that bar? Scene. I yeah. mean, that is, that is something that, like, mm-hmm. I can't... Like, it, I, I can't even conceptualize yeah. how that was created. Mm-hmm. How... Oh, and then Brad Pitt. He has, no edit, he has no self-editing ability, though. I think that's... For him, that's okay. I will allow it. Okay. For him. So when you go back and watch like Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction, do you like them better or no? I, do, I don't watch th- those two. I don't like. I don't like Ooh. them. I, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that because I'm just yeah. pooping on his work. And what, mm-hmm. I, I just didn't connect with them in the way that when Uma Thurman is mm-hmm. pounding that, yeah. you know, cats could get like there were just I connected mm-hmm. with certain things with the other movies that I just didn't with those yeah. two. I really only don't like Inglorious Bastards. I think everything else I can, you know, oh, I can, so and I should great. probably watch like Jackie Brown again because I, I kind of forget really that. like that one. Yeah, I think that's like his most underrated one. But I like and, that one. Uh, I haven't seen those one. I haven't oh, seen. and you know what? And I haven't. Really I didn't good. see the two that were together. The death, pr- death proof, and, and, uh, and uh, I didn't see those. Are those? I like that a lot. I don't like that the none of the releases have had. Oh no, the the, blue, whole, the Blu-ray does, but it still doesn't have the machete trailer. What? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Could you look it positive. up? Oh, can't look it up. I'm pretty positive. Right, it what doesn't. are we hearing now? All right. So this is uh, I'm gonna de- a brand new record. No, it's not. Okay. I'm gonna dedicate this to my concert wife, uh, Suzanne Dillingham, oh. because she is on a big kick of this band right now. The band Ooh. is Rush. Nice. This is absolutely my favorite Rush song. If I go see Rush, and this isn't in the set list, I'm bummed. Sometimes it, it isn't, but it usually is. Tom Sawyer? <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, 
seven drums right now. 17 foot pedals. <laughs> He's got a drumstick tied into his hair, 41 in his teeth. I like this album cover too. Yeah, I like that too. I don't know what it means. It's called Signals. It's a dog sniffing he's a... signaling me he's going to... Oh, he's going to pee. it is until we get to the chorus but that's subdivisions yeah i knew that actually subdivisions you knew this song well i know that song but i knew that was your favorite rush song for some reason well it's probably because i say it ad nauseum <laughs> well <laughs> didn't i, I just text it to you yesterday kyle guess what <laughs> you know my favorite very, rush song. it's easy to connect to yeah, that song when you're, I like a, it. when you're a young a person let me um i think like yesterday was like six years ago that i saw rush or a couple days ago who'd you go with Went with my friend Dan and um, our friend Scott mm-hmm. and someone else went with us, but I can't remember who. Uh, oh, at, Mike Sokowski. At the time of this recording, well, I'm not going to bring it up because I'll bring it up in a little bit. Never okay. Mind. Never mind. Um, okay. Which uh, which song are we playing on this? Um, that's a Heaven 17 album. Sure is. That Got you're the holding in your hand. Arista label. Uh, the song two. Home of Barry Manilow for many years. Yes. And I remember the Monkeys' greatest hits. That was and on the, Arista. The, the, uh, my favorite era, era of the Kinks, other than their classic 60s era, is their era oh. on Arista. Okay. <laughs> so dismissive. Dismissive, right? No, but I don't I think I want to go. Get to the thing. I don't want to get. Everyone's sitting going like, get to the thing, Pat. I don't want to go to her. Don't, we don't I'm, need I'm to I'm not going to her bedroom and listening to records with yeah, her mother no. yelling at us. <laughs> what are you, track? Are you about to throw your microphone at Pat? <laughs> what track? <laughs> Two. Penthouse and Pavement. Penthouse it's, and Playboy. What did no, you say? No, no. It it's kind of got a long intro, so we can, you want me to pick it up? And, fun? Want me to drop it in the middle? I don't know. Maybe it's a six-minute song. Just go in just a little bit. That's literally right at the end of the song. Pat. Oh. All right. Cowbell. No, it's been all just. It's fine. You can play it as much as if you want. We can all right. play it while you talk. I've got so many more. I've got to play the. I've got to play the things. What do you mean you got to play the things? 
Well, I've just got other things to play. What's your next thing? He's uh, digging in his pile right now. This is uh There you go. Who's that hot chick on your phone case? Ah. <laughs> Feel how heavy that vinyl is. Oh my god. Look at that. That's hundred and eighty gram. That's the only thing Pardo will play. Oh. Pardo only plays one eighty gram. Is that because he worked at a uh, record store? I don't know. Pardo all he says is how much action he got at the record store. Do you ever work you at a record store? You mean tail? Tail. Do you ever work at a record store? I wanted and longed to work at the record store. It was Peaches and then some warehouse in my town. There was Hastings and Craig's in the yeah, mall. Yeah. And I constantly applied. What happened? No, nobody. I, I was invisible. I was just invisible. I could not. I, Baskin Robbins is where I worked. I babysat. Then I worked at Baskin Robbins. Then I worked at Foot Locker. Wow. So I couldn't get. And I remember my friend Carrie and my friend Susie. Like they got the cool jobs there at Peaches Records, which then became some warehouse. They but, couldn't get you a job? Yeah, my friend Christine knows so much about music. You should really hire her. I know. I wanted that so bad, y'all. And I think that when I first went to apply, like I was like 14. Mm -hmm. And I, I, they were like, no, I mean, you can get high. You can work at Baskin Robbins at 14, but you can't work at 14 at, you know, Peaches, which then became some warehouse. Wow. That's a shame. I know. Because I I worked at three different record stores. (sighs) It was the best job. Oh, I could only imagine. I remember, I remember specifically we got a cassette of Def Leppard's Hysteria came in like an envelope and I opened it and like we knew the release date it wasn't coming out for I think a month but this was like the actual thing it wasn't a test it was like the actual packaging everything and I took that thing I put right in my pocket and because no one even knew it came in and I could not believe how amazing I was like I can't even imagine and I couldn't tell anyone about it because what am I going to say hey I stole tape (laughs) (laughs) but uh, yeah so good um, okay, so at the Did time... while well, your manager was in the back getting tail? <laughs> yeah, pardo. Um, <laughs> at the time of this record, uh, Kyle and I will be seeing this band this Monday night at the Forum. It's a, oh, band yeah. that, it's a band that I don't think you care for that much. You're not oh. hot on them. They're the fighters of Foo. Okay, I'm not, mm-hmm. I, they're fine. I just fine? I, right. I haven't connected with them yet. Right. Well, this song, I about jumped out of my seat when this played during the end credits of Thor. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. No, no. They play it in the bar scene, too. This album's never been played before. I bought this only so they could sign it at the Conan show. I saw some celebrities at the Conan show that day. What is happening? What's going on? No more of the vinyl. What, what is happening? Happened there? Is it what? a different speed? What's going yeah, on? It might be a different speed. I don't know what happened. Hold on a second. I'm turning it off. This is a problem too when you buy releases like this now. This is this was a four record set. It's got two tracks on a side. It's crazy. I don't know why that wasn't playing. That was weird. Well, speed it up. Like put it on the the 45. Was it sang by an ice giant from Thor? That's what it sounded like. CD doesn't have speeds. <laughs> just fucking plays. That's right. Okay, I'm going to try again. Well, that's too fast. Oh, uh, no, that might be that. That sounds right. Yeah, that sounds okay. 
think I had to switch this to 78. Wow. Million miles yeah. away. Your signal in the distance to whom it may concern. I think I lost my way. Getting good at starting over every time. I hope they play this, Kyle. Oh yeah, they probably will. They'll play. They play a three-hour show. We don't play no fucking two-hour shows. <laughs> Dave says when he comes out. That's the re- remember what we read about vinyl is how the grooves get smaller and everything. So the loud. That's why there's only two tracks on this album. Oh, Does it say anything sense. on that label about it being played at seventy-eight? Because I cannot. Uh, no, okay. no, it does not. Maybe on the other side. I gotta stand up a second. You have vertigo? Right. What's going on? Well, I'm gonna my next thing. I um I have this ACDC record. Now it's this a one cutout. has three. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Has three what? <laughs> three tracks. Oh. I couldn't afford albums, so I got the cutout. So I I, I when you go to the cutout bin, Kyle, they were cheaper because mm-hmm. they had this little cut. I don't know what in the machine made Did, that is it, happen. Is on the on the other side, is that the UCP code that they cut out of? Oh no. No. What, what a cutout, I think what a cutout would be is like, since Back in Black sold so many copies, they printed like, no, this is true. No, honey, yes. I have cutout albums that are cheaper at the record right. store. I know that. Because sales of something are, were anticipated to be much higher. And when it didn't happen, they got, the record store shipped them back to, you know, Atlantic or whoever and then they would Warners. put a, then they would put a cut in it. Atlantic, yes. They could write it off as a defect and then resell it back for cheaper. Oh, mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So this was intentional. That was intentional. Yeah. That's an intentional <gasps> cut. And you'll find CDs that. with a cut, some cuts in it now too. Now some do like the diagonal, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah. Sometimes the corner would be cut. Did you ever see one of those? Wow. Sometimes oh, I thought that it was accidental. Like, I, oops. No. Nope. At our factory, a no, mouse no, no, got no. in the gummed nope. up the nope. works. <laughs> Tom and Jerry were running around the record pl- pressing plant. Are we um, playing track four? Yes. Well, they still have cutouts at places now, but it's through the it's through the right. jewel case and through the UCP. Yeah, code. yeah, exactly. or UPC code. Now you're you're dedicating this yes to Andrew Rich yes who who does our wonderful show notes absolutely every week he does a great job adds his own sense of humor in there his personality I love it and when he saw that you posted a picture of some albums that you were thinking about bringing, he commented on this album and he said, if you could play the song, which is what it's called. Night of the Long Knives. And I said, done, because I take requests. So <laughs> it's, it's all night requests with the Christy Stratton. Oh, yes. I was a DJ that we can talk about. This is fun. All right, there we go. Sorry, Andrew. <laughs> you make fun of me.
Now, Kyle, you admittedly do not care for ACDC, but you have to admit that what? song. I th- like that song. Yeah. That song doesn't sound like like any other ACDC song. Wait a minute. What? I what? like their hits. That's like saying, I don't like chocolate. Or, or, or I don't like, I don't like breathing. Yeah, but also, bastards. Yeah, also all chocolate does taste taste the same. Just like ACDC's music. <laughs> you are, I mean, um, you're just wrong. I mean, I just, I can't, I can't accept that. This, I can't accept it. This album is so good. But uh, it, but, it's good. But it's, it, fo- it followed on the heels of Back in Black, which you just, it's impossible record impossible, to follow up. Impossible, absolutely. But it's good. Yeah. I'm sorry. I right. held back a burp and now my nose is burning. <laughs> um, that's when uh, Brian, Brian Johnson could really sing there. Like now it's kind of like, almost like, <laughs> let's hear what Mal and the boys cooked up. Let's do a little singing. Let's do some singing. They cooked up a lot of good tunes. And we're going to do that. This one's called Rock and Roll Train. <laughs> you know, just like so crazy. That- might be the best impression I've ever heard well, of you. anyone, ever, <laughs> by anyone. They're going to say Brian Johnson. I was going to say there's not that many. This, uh. this is a very, very old album. I uh, I purposely bought this album. Uh, it's Simon Garfunkel, Bridge oh. Over Troubled Water, because I thought that I didn't know what a... What you a, wanted uh, to bring us down. Go on. I didn't know what a prick uh, Paul Simon was. I thought he might sign uh, records after shows oh, instead honey. of oh. jumping right into his uh, limousine with his uh. entourage. Paul, he's with Paul, tur- he's Paul, with Paul, Paul do you want to sign some records? Nope. Nope. Okay. So I'll play an upbeat song. Though. I'll play track three. I'll play Cecilia. Hmm. The album is actually very dirty. It's not my record player. It's Target's. What do I care? Let's do a little trick. That's cool. It's I I always wondered how they didn't sue Fun because that some night sounds just like that to me. Uh, I'm sure if there was a way to Paul Simon would have figured it out. All right, it's pretty close to me. To me, it's closer than um, that Robin Thicke song is to um, the Marvin Gaye song. Yeah. I think that is closer, but mm. I, I don't want to start That's any right. dust ups. I love this cover. I just I always love that cover too. Yeah, I like it because yeah. it looks like a frame from yeah. a movie. Yeah. And I like the, and I like the back too when they're walking and he has his head resting on uh, Art's Aww. back. Uh, Art nice. Garfunkel is coming to the uh, Wheelturn Theater solo. Oh, cool! I try. I, I, I was wondering, like, is he going to be doing monologues or he's singing? He's what? singing. I contacted his people about him being on this show because that that would happen. A legend. Um, and they said uh, they go, oh, that would be great. But Art does, literally does not talk when he's on tour. To, okay. conserve, to conserve the voice. Okay, oh, well, that's... Okay. And I know he's had problems in the past, so the last thing he wants to do is sit across from me while I do jackassery. Yeah. <laughs> what if you had him on, but he didn't talk, and he just nodded? I, you know what? That would be fine with me. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. This I, is exactly I'm, oh, what oh, you oh, think whoa, it whoa, is. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
I can tell you right now, I, I ain't going to play Sun City. <laughs> yeah. I ain't going to play it. Well, if you if you uh, would just. I, you know what? I Look, <laughs> I can't do it. I know a lot of bands have done it, but I ain't going to play Sun City. All right. I think of all the like songs for charity and hope. Yeah. This is an actually good song. Like This is kind of funky and fun. I mean, not fun because of the subject matter, but you know what I'm saying. And did a little Stephen Van Zandt write yes. this? Yes. Uh, yes. Let's hear. Let's hear. Produced by Little Stephen and Arthur Baker. the Crosley. Crosley's a little trebly. Yeah. I think it needs to, I guess, be returned because of that fact. Um, I forget. I think it was The Tonight Show with Jay Leno and um, Robin Quivers was a guest from The Howard Stern Show. And then maybe this is probably online somewhere. And then um, and then Linda Ronstadt was on. And Linda started kind of picking a fight about Howard oh. being misogynistic or something. And I, and I don't know exactly what it was about. And Robin did not miss a beat. She she said she just said something. She's like, "Didn't you play Sun City? You know, or something?" It was like totally. It was like, "Whoa, these chicks are throwing down." Wow. Yeah. It's pretty like it was like pretty good because I'm like, yeah, don't if you did something, don't get on your high horse about someone else. Right. Right, man. Right. Amen. Yeah. Linda Ronstadt is going to be in conversation. It might have happened already at the Northridge College. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it might have already happened. No. Would you Find go? out. Look, yes, would I would go. go. She didn't even go to her Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Oh, She's going to chat with her. Oh, my Lord. I know. What a voice. Oh, I just, oh, I'd love to see that. What, how much we've been going, we've been going on and on, Pat. What are you talking about? What? To, well. You mean talking? Well, no meaning like how long is the episode? We're only an hour and four minutes in. Okay. Wait, do you have to go somewhere? No, I just care about people's <laughs> time. No one ever complains. They like this banter in between. I think they do. All right. Okay, look. I'm, I'm calling an audible right now. I'm going to pull this thing out. You know what this is? Yeah. It's a little disc. Kyle, do you know what that is? Uh, so you can play a So you 45. can play a 45. <gasps> I, uh, there's, a, there's a Goodwill by my house today, and they, have, um, they sell UCDs for like a buck. So I went in there. Uh, they sell albums, too, and I thought maybe I could find a 78 record, you know, some crazy... You know, some yeah. crazy 1920s thing. <laughs> but they didn't have that, but they did have 45, so oh, bought a 45. This is exciting. I have 
Linda Ross that information. If okay. You want it. it is September 29th. Yeah. Oh. And it's at Northridge. Where is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's at the Northridge. It's at CSUN. Yeah. Valley Performing Arts Center. Yeah. Very tiny little thing. Um, tickets are reasonable. Um, yeah. Anywhere from thirty to seventy-five dollars. You want to go to that? Yes. All right. Let's talk about that off air. Okay. So there's a little disc that comes with this, and you would put it, because uh, there's a big fat hole. And I never understood that. Why doesn't the 45 just have the same hole? You know what I mean? Why didn't they? Well, because of that guy's thing. Because he says oh. if they're close to the thing, right? Well, if no, they were no, close it, to the end. No, it could still be, it could still be, you know, that. It, could it would still just be that. moved that much closer, yeah. and it would make it that much smaller and close to the middle? No, no, no. It would just. If it was just uh, if oh, it was yeah, just yeah, like yeah. that, every, all <laughs> yeah. the grooves are the same. Yeah. Wonder why that mm. is, Kyle. Don't uh, look it up. I have no Maybe idea. Andrew will find out. Andrew, why is a forty-five hole bigger? That I, is... I got to switch the speed to forty-five. This is exciting. This could be anything. Could be anything, but I will say that uh, as of this recording, uh, an original member, founding member of this band, passed away just this week. Oh my goodness. I've swallowed my pride for you, lived a life for you, but you still make me feel like a thief. You got me stealing your love away, cause you never give it. Peeling the years away, and we can't relive it. Oh, I make you laugh, and you make me cry. I believe it's time for me to fly. And uh, so, rock in peace, uh, Gary Richrath. This was like this was a double A forty-five that just had like two hits on it. Because the other, and I should have played the other song because Gary Richrath has an amazing guitar solo on this song. It is "Keep on Loving You." Oh, I should have played. But uh, so here's another one of my um, of my Twitter things this week. Uh, there's a website I go to called Vintage Vintage Vinyl News, and I go there and they have a picture of uh, it says Gary Richrath, uh, you know, and has his you know dead, you know, rest in peace, and then it has a picture that's not Gary Richrath because in Gary Richrath's later years, because of drug, because of alcohol, he was very bloated. Like it, most recent pictures of him. It, you're gonna think I'm making a joke. He looks like a monster. It's really, really? Un, it's Aww. very, very sad. But they That's... have a picture of a guitarist who has also gained some weight in recent years. Uh, they have a picture of Mick Taylor from the Rolling Stones. And so this is the picture. It's a picture of Mick Taylor. And I was like, what the? So I tweeted at them. I said, Hey, Vintage Vinyl News. The picture you have up. It's not Gary Richrath. I said, It's Mick Taylor. I go, I go. <laughs> do your homework. I go, heads should roll and people should be fired. Blocked, and now Christy has to <laughs> champion yeah. for you to be unblocked. So then, so then no one responds to that. And so I, I tweeted again, like about an hour later, I go, seriously, change that photo. It's embarrassing for, the, it's embarrassing for Mick Taylor, 
and it's sad for the Rich Rath family. And then they changed it, and then they tweeted, thanks for letting us know. Oh. Thanks for letting us know our interns are morons. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you find a picture? They probably typed in Rich Rath on, on Google, got terrible pictures, and yes. they were like, this one's okay. This one's okay. What the hell is this? I just emailed oh, okay. you both the Linda Ronsad tickets link, oh, by the way. You. Okay, oh, good. thank you so much. Um, okay. That's um, uh, Adam and the Ants. From Prince Charming. This label looks like an import type of label, though. This isn't their normal CBS label that I'm used to seeing. Well, this is from... This is made in England. 1981. Be. Which track are we playing on this? Number one, Scorpios. Saw this guy in concert. Not even a fan. Oh, I am a fan. He was great. Suzanne Dillingham took me... record Marco Merrick Terry Lee Gary Tibbs you uh, know, now Marco, Marco was the drummer right it's this he's this guy that one that looks least comfortable in his makeup and jodhpurs I know he must like he must have either been a really great drummer or they must have been really good friends because that would be the guy that would get replaced oh, first right he wrote I mean if you look at the oh, he's, songwriting he's I think stuff? they uh, oh all songs by Aunt Marco so by both of them produced by Chris Hughes um yeah, so he was kind of there with them throughout all their things. I like that song. I've never heard that song before. Hi. Hi. Kyle, you were in the bathroom? Yep. <laughs> what, what went on in there? Anything exciting? No, just... Uh, Doing your business? Yep. Hmm. All right. All right, now... Queuing up this record. Queuing up this record. It's a Columbia label. Um, this I'm going to dedicate this one to a listener. I, I feel like I know him because we... Uh, we, uh, you know, we met, you know, if you just like someone or respond to their stuff a lot on Facebook, you feel like you've, like you've, like, yes. you've, like you know, him. Yes. And, I, and I've met him a couple of times at a couple of live Never Not Funny events. Uh, his name's Jim Glass and uh, one of his favorite bands, if not maybe Jim, maybe his favorite band is Blue Oyster Cult. Okay. So this is from Fire. <laughs> Uh, I really un- I say yeah. that without any sort of I, it's okay. like a discovery this like from, oh no okay that's he's the guy this is from Fire of the Unknown Origin Origin wow I cannot I'm having some trouble tonight this is uh well, I'll just play it. wrong song wrong song folks.
be my favorite Brewers or Cut song. I think this is the only one that I, of the hits, because I haven't heard that much, that I don't like, ironically. You know what I mean? It's a really great tune. (laughs) It's a really, yeah. I'm sorry. You were just making me laugh so hard I'm crying. Pat was uh, using the uh, interior cover. Or the, the inner, liner the, notes. The inner sleeve. The inner sleeve. I don't know what this character would be. It's a person. <laughs> <laughs> he was putting it in oh, front that's of his what face. It, okay. it aligned perfectly with, with your face and just really got <laughs> me. And I just posted it on Facebook. Oh, terrific. Yeah. So people go back a couple weeks and uh, find so out. Five or six people can really, really enjoy um, my... Oh. Comedy You stylings. just played one. Oh, wait. Is it me? Yes. Yeah, oh, my sure. gosh. The decisions, y'all. Now that we're getting like down to the wire. All right. I, I'm not going to, because I have some classic rock here, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go. I'm going to do this. It's happening. It's happening. Just lay back and think of England, everyone. This is okay. the Bee Gees singing uh, uh, from Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Um, and it, uh, it, it, it's very soft. But some of these things really, really work. And do you have uh, this album on CD by chance? Do you? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I have two albums. We can record I it here for know. you. <laughs> That's right. We I kind of don't know if um, I could just buy it and burn it and then return it. Take it back. <laughs> I am uh, okay. Here it is. Song number four. Song number four. I let, think let me this see works. that. I had this. This might have been my introduction to the Beatles. I'm not kidding you. I mean, I knew of them, but I, I might have, at one point when I was a kid, I might have thought these versions were better than the originals. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, but, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a big Bee Gees fan, but I I, I... I say that Aerosmith come together rivals the Beatles version. Yeah. And didn't George Martin produce these versions? He did, he did. This is a day in the life uh, with you-know-who singing, and I think this works. It's song number four. It might just lead into it. The grooves are tight. Alice Cooper's in this movie. Yeah, Steve Martin. I read the news today, oh boy, about a lucky man who made the grade. And though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh I saw the photograph He blew his mind out in a car He hadn't noticed that the lights had changed A crowd of people stood and stared They'd seen his face before Nobody was really sure If he was from the house of love Right, that works Yes That's solid, like that works Are you going to play George Burns, Mr. Kite? Yes, I am Because um, (laughs) Absolutely, how did you know that? That's I, so was, funny. I was more making a joke, but I figured you would. Because George Barnes oh, I'm going to sing a song for you. I'd like to sing a song. <laughs> this is a song I'm going to sing. Here we go. My dad would think George Burns is great. He loves yeah, it. he would say he's a good... The oh, God, book two is, is a fantastic movie, is what your, your <laughs> he, dad would say. He rented Oh, God once. 
and made us all watch it and it was terrible. John Denver. John Denver. Oh, Jones I like that movie. You, oh, I liked the. I, I was also like a up. 10 year old and that's not what I wanted to watch from Blockbuster. I can't find this. I have the wrong. It might be on the other. I think it is. But I can't find it on this one either. Um, What's the song called that he sings? Uh, something Mr. Kite. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he actually sings "Fixing a Hole." Oh, he his character's Mr. Kite. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's for goddamn sure. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Here we go. How come Bill Cosby wasn't in this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fixing a hole where the rain gets in and stops my mind from wondering wow. where it will go. That ran through the door that kept I'd rather be fixing a hole. <laughs> Fix that hole in his mouth. Fill it in. Yeah, George, George Burns. Burns. The casting of George Burns as Mr. Kite is, you know, have you? When was the last time you saw that movie? Uh, it's been a while. I actually own it on VHS, so I have seen it in the last. 15 years it's but gotta be horrible oh, I thought you were gonna say yeah, more recent that like you were showing Johnny or something yeah. oh, I think it would be like within I the past should. couple of years I saw it so many times at the theater and because I thought it was just great yes you know yeah I did too Robert Stigwood yeah alright this is dedicated to you <gasps> because I knew people were gonna be like oh Christy's just gonna play cards and stuff so I'm, uh, this is a sideways move but this is for Christy oh Love that song so I much. I love that song. It had a good video too. I yeah, thought. with uh, who was that? She was a Playboy playmate, Marianne Gravant. I think was her name. Gravant. I don't know. I wouldn't she was know real, that. And she was on the. Um, she ended up then on a Rat album cover. Um, I forget what that album's you know what, called. Dig, dig, dig through your stack and find it. <laughs> yeah, I'll see if I. <laughs> I mean, and look how handsome he, well, I mean, you guys can't see, but he, it's really the most handsome photograph ever taken, Ricky O. I mean. It's a pretty great picture. Yeah. Um, When you heard that song, uh, when it first came out, were you kind of bummed that, why, why isn't that just a car song? Why aren't you making a Cars album? You were fine with it? I I was fine with it. In fact, I remember getting the album Mm -hmm. for Valentine's Day from my mother, Mm -hmm. because that was my only Valentine, y'all. It's a good one, I'm just reiterating the story about the No Boys um, uh, but, 
And I just remember it sounded just weird. The whole rest of the record is just a little too out there for the car. So I understood why he felt the need to kind of do something a little, a little diff. Let me see. I love, uh, I love, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy is great. I like, and I like, I can't wait. And I like connect up to me. Yeah. I see what you mean. Out of control is kind of, I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like the whole album, but it's not, uh, I don't, I wouldn't say it's good the whole way through. I wouldn't say it's solid the whole way through. But I, I, I do think like he's it. a talent, but he yeah. is better with them. I, mm-hmm. I, this is a secret, but I do actually have the Ocasekinor, um, uh, acetate, pretty much, and it is How California that? soft rock. Wow. So it, I mean, it's very, they do a cover of every day. Like it's very, so it's fascinating to me how, like, I don't doubt that this man is beyond talented, but that combo with those guys, Mm -hmm. it was just something else. It took them. And then when there, he wanted less of them, I'm guessing. That's why those later records got a little too kind of poppy or whatever. Um, Anyway, it's all just... And how do you say, I do not know how to say the title of that album too. Is it well, Beatitude I, or is it Beatitude? It's interesting because he says Beatitudes in um, Out of Control, I think. But he, I have heard that it's called Beatitude. That's just it's weird. like he's Ocasek, even though yeah. we've all been calling him Ocasek. Ocasek, yeah. I don't know. And he's actually Ot Kasich. Yes. Because there's a T in it. Yes. Because his son had a solo album out at one right. point. Right. And he was on the Pretty Woman soundtrack. That's that right. Son. Yeah. And well, Ben Orr is Orzakowski. Well, you got to change that. Yeah. Orr sounds way better. I don't know. He could he could have a crazy name and I would still have loved him. And Elliot Easton is Elliot Lichtenstein. No. He said it right here on the show. No, it's Steinberg. Oh. <sighs> He didn't say it on the show. He said it afterwards. So I don't know if that's proprietary. Do you have something queued up for me? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right here. Van Halen. I can remember. This is play uh, 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 song three. I can remember my friend Leanne Pyatt. We'd go down to her. She had like a rumpus room or what are those rec room kind of rooms. And uh, I brought my Fair Warning album. And this one, it it is scratched. So just be prepared. It's going to jump like crazy, like a frog. It's going to jump? It's going to jump. What do you think of that album cover? First of all, the band photo is glorious. It there. is. Look at Dave. It's oh my God! Splendent in every way. I mean, way. L- look at that David oh. Lee Roth, circa nineteen eighty one. This is the first tour him. I saw them on. Oh, you were saw so, this tour? I saw this tour, and good night. that's why when people, I hate when people say well, Roth was never a good live singer. Let me tell you something. He was uh, a great live singer on this yes. tour. I do like this cover, though. I do like it. All right, you sinners. doing good with a needle for the most part yeah it's a six and a half
Just so you know, your Crossley is better than my Crossley because my Crossley has a skip on that song. This is brand new. It's going back tomorrow. <sighs> if you want it, you can probably buy it. <laughs> that's uh, true. Oh, can I take that? <laughs> uh, that's uh, in that's one of my top two Van Halen favorite Van Halen albums. Yeah, I like Van good. Halen two is my favorite, and then and then this is oh. very close by. All right. I got uh, one of these uh, uh, for my <sighs> birthday. Did you see it? I just saw a picture disc. I just saw a picture oh, disc. For my birthday, um, uh, Penelope Lombard came. Yes. Uh, a friend of yours. Yes. A friend of mine. And she brought me, She, I didn't even have a turntable. She just goes, I just brought you some vinyl. So one of the things she brought me was this glorious, <gasps> uh, look at that hair on this dude. Oh. Bob I, Seger and the Silver Bullet oh. Band, uh, Stranger in Town. Kyle, that, you might have to take a picture of that, Kyle. I hold that up. Well, you can keep talking while I, no, I can't. <laughs> oh my gosh. Look at it's that. It's glorious. It's glorious. Stranger in town. I don't want to be in the picture. Just take the album. <laughs> oh, but you. No. It did automatically find your face and Bob Seger's. <laughs> well, you <laughs> Bob Seger. All right, so uh, I'm going to play a song. Track five, side one. I assume this is uh, side one since it's got a picture on it. Yeah. The back's got the, the band with some in, 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 in a crazy ar- array of clothing. Some one guy's got his shirt tied up. That's Alto Reed. He's the sax player. Alto okay. Reed, not his real name. Oh, really? His name's Bob Lippenstein. <laughs> his name is Sax O Phone. <laughs> I got to tell you, this one, this one might. Kyle, good job. I might get Vertigo queuing this one up. <laughs> Face is spinning round and round like a record. Everyone has to wear all that paint off. I know. Maybe it won't play. Oh, there we go. Yeah. This is uh, feel like a number. before we get to the chorus, so. <laughs> Bob Seger, when Bob Seger's good, he's really good. Yeah. I, and, you know, he's like, hey, I'm just gonna, I don't need to be in the spotlight. I'm just gonna be the shaggy DA back here with my, you know, living my life. Right. People know nothing about me and that's how I want to keep it. That's I just right, put man. it all, I put it all out there for my fans and, and the that's music. It, man. And leave that's me it. Just let me go to the post office and just leave me alone. Yeah. What do you got for me? Oh. How many more do you want to play? Oh, I, you know, I don't know. Just I can't talk about that right now. Right. Song number one. The first time I heard oh. this song, Games Without Frontiers, I it, it was 
we didn't have the internet, so I had to write the lyrics down, and I, it was a very long time before I heard it again, because it was just so weird and so, like, I'm like, this is mind-expanding. And did you write the lyrics? Were you writing them from listening to an album, or were you... Did no, you no, write, it was on the radio. It was on the radio. Oh, even oh, worse. it was on my, my <sighs> radio, my transistor radio, so and he kept to, saying Games Without Frontier, so I wrote it down, yep. and, and, I, and then I just had to wait. I had to wait until that shit came up again on yeah. the radio. You had to put that. You had to put that Peter Gabriel book away. And get out your next book, your Michael Jackson book, or your YouTube book, whatever you were doing. I, I didn't know who it was. I didn't know Peter Gabriel. I didn't know anything. I was still. This was right when it started. Like I got the mm-hmm. first Van Halen record, or I was starting to kind of put my Olivia Newton-John records in the back of the stack. Mm-hmm. Like things were starting to happen. Super Tramp. I always say is my gateway. Mm-hmm. It was my gateway record. And the Breakfast cars in America? and oh yeah. yeah oh yeah I almost brought that but I'm like I can only bring so many and then the cars and you know uh, Tom Petty uh, hard promises whatever and then I heard that song on the radio yeah. and I think it might have been on the Rock and Roll Alternative which was um in Dallas Fort Worth they had that and I'm like anyway so let's play this because I once I found out what it was I went and bought the album which the cover is of course magnificent oh duh sorry I'll buy you a new one. <laughs> First line in the song. What is he saying? She's so. Oh, you know, it's it's French. Like je 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 whatever games is sans frontier is is French. It's he's, so he's saying games saying, in French in French. I always thought he was saying she's so popular. I know, right? Yeah. No, it's show Kyle the album cover. He was uh he was tapped to be um Two Face in Batman Forever. <laughs> <laughs> Pass it over. Look how close yeah, you have to put your face to read that. Sans what? Well, you have glasses on, but then you look over top of your glasses. I know, I know, I know. Are the glasses not working? (sighs) I just, I see like it's my superpower. When I lower them, I can see super close up. (laughs) You also crossed your eyes when you did that. Okay, You get bifocals. These are bifocals. Oh, holy C. They call them uh, progressives. Oh, because there's there's no line. If you must know. I cannot tell a lie. I have bifocals. Did you ever think of having LASIK? Because April had a really easy time with it. No, because when, like, I, I, that's for distance, but I would still need reading glasses, so, mm-hmm. buh. 
And that's a hassle. Six and one. So I just <laughs> run my bye, folks. <laughs> uh, that might be my favorite thing you said tonight. Six and one, where are my bye, folks? <laughs> just the way you said it. No. Um, before Pyromania and before Ooh. Hysteria, <gasps> they, uh, high and dry? the first time they worked with uh, Robert John Mutt Lang. Okay. Is it High and Dry or All Through the Night? Uh, no, it's, it, oh. no, yeah, uh, All Through the Night was produced by Tom Allum. Oh, this is uh, this was uh, this is uh, Robert John Mutt Lang mm. uh, produced a little something called High and Dry. Oh, he did this the ACDC the, record too. That's right. And here's the first song. Uh, Let it go. Ah, oh, nice. Oh, I'm getting some stereo on this one. So over here on my right. It skips. Uh oh. Well, it had to happen. One of them had to skip. Still skipping. <gasps> Great song. It's so good, y'all. This is one of those cool covers done by uh, the the um, the art design company was called Hypnosis. Oh, and they did a bunch of the uh, they did a bunch of UFO album covers and I like it. I think they did some Pink Floyd album covers. Oh, but uh, yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool, great album. I, I so we should kind of Wrap pick our up. last. Yeah, why don't you pick two more and I'll pick two more. Okay, Kyle, do you have something to play? I do. Oh yeah. Oh, let's, let's hear. Throw me that thing. What's it called? Dirt work. It's uh, soil. Soil work. underground. Oh. This is uh, their album from 2013. Okay, and this is on it's blue vinyl. Infinite. Yeah, I mainly brought it because it was blue. It's cool. We've had a picture disc. We've had a 45. We've had uh, we've had uh, some African American artists, and now we're gonna have uh, we had Aretha Franklin. Now we're gonna have um, this is blue vinyl, colored vinyl, which I don't think. I don't think it, it looks cool. I don't think it, it has anything to do with. I think I always heard the picture discs didn't sound that great because they had to press an actual picture between two discs, mm-hmm. whereas this oh. is one solid piece. So, what song are we going to hear on this? Um, do this momentary bliss. That's the third one. Okay, and uh, I can read. Oh, okay. I didn't know if it's it got it right either. there, Kyle. Oh, okay. That was my Jimmy Pardo impression. Um, and what kind of music is this? This is metal. You guys are going to hate it. Uh, you don't know, man. We just we just rock some hey, a, we rock some AC DC. We're you know? cool. Some <laughs> Swedish metal. Yeah. It's not my cup of tea, but uh, that's not unlistenable. Yeah. I do not dislike that. That's some 
harmonies in it. You can yeah. make fun of it. I don't care. <laughs> um, and you, you had this, the reason you don't have, a lot of mine too, I don't have the, the album cover because it's signed and it's on my wall. And yeah. that's what yeah, you, I got this oh, one signed. Cool. And Good where did you meet these gentlemen? Uh, the Whiskey. And you said they were super nice guys, right? Yeah, they were super nice. The, uh, I think it was the, like either the keyboard player or the bassist. One of them had already gone into the bus mm-hmm. and the, whatever, the other one ran in and got him and told him to oh, come out and sign nice. my vinyl. He's like, oh, sorry. Yeah, he was super nice. Christy just told me to play track one. Well, now, I just, there was certain criteria when I decided what to bring. Like, I wanted it to be something I listened to when I was younger. I wanted it to, like, know greatest hits. But um, I thought, oh, I should bring, and, you know, something from my parents. But this is a live album. And just play it. And what I love about this is, especially listening on vinyl, you can hear all that. And you can hear, like, the kind of crazy intro music. And then you can tell when the band hits the stage. And it just, it leads into, it just leads right into the music. And it's fantastic. I'm not even going to tell you what it is. So just listen. You'll know, You'll recognize it. I already it. know. That excitement. It just you 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 you're like, oh my gosh, I could just feel what that must have felt like with those kids. And Charlie's little drum kid is just he's pounding away on it. Ugh. Did you see where uh, Keith he's doing uh, press for the his Netflix documentary right yeah, yeah. now? And he said the Rolling Stones are the recording. Recording, again. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Said that today. How dare you? I like all That's I'm, from I, still life, nineteen eighty one. I like everybody. Their, I like the recent stuff, the stuff. Mm-hmm. Love is strong and you're so sweet. Come on. You love strong. It, it just, I'm like, he's so not sweet. saying you're so sweet. Like, I just, no way that's in a Rolling Stones lyric. Like, what? no way. <laughs> and then it's like, you make me hard, you make me weak. Like, what? Make me hard. Like, what? <laughs> right? I mean, that is what that about, what the was lyric? It, what's the lyric of Rough Justice? It says, um, one time you were my baby chicky. Now you've grown into a fox. Once upon a time I was your little rooster. Now am I just one of your cocks? That was on their last album. Bigger band. What? No, no. 
that just is, that sounds like, you've played, who Who does that sound like? Um, uh, Whitesnake? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> uh, that just makes me sad. Okay, this is a red this album. This is red vinyl, and this is by my band Rooney, and Kyle and I saw them together at mm-hmm. the El Rey, and they came out, they uh, loaded out their own equipment, sad, and then they uh, they gave they gave me like the finger, but the index finger. They said, "Oh, just just let us oh. load this up, and then we'll we'll come and sign that album." <laughs> and the album and is that material that it kind of didn't. Take. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't take uh, a sharpie very well. It's kind of too shiny. Now, the the lead singer of this band is Robert Schwartzman. His mom was at the show. You might know her best as Adrian from the Rocky movies, oh. Talia Shire. Um, Kyle, what should I play? Should I play? Uh, I can't get enough, or should I play Holding On? Um, Should I play? I like I can't get enough. Let's play Better than holding on. Let's play I can't get enough. I think he said she's so sweet. I'll take you where I'm going. Oh, no. I tell you yes, you tell me no. I ask you why you never let me know. To talk with this no something if I try to leave home. Oh, that's awful. You got the chorus, kind of. All right, turn it down, Kyle. The warmth of vinyl. I'll tell you why it's, they call it the warmth of vinyl. It's because when your albums skip, you fucking throw them in a fireplace. <laughs> burn them. Oh, we should shout out to uh, Scott Adam, Adams. Scott Adams. Scott, Scott Adams. <laughs> Scott Adams. Uh, yeah, he, he loves vinyl. He loves vinyl. We post a picture every every morning. Yeah. Or at least every like few What's mornings. What's it called? We could look it up. It says, mor- it says morning vinyl. Morning vinyl. And then he posts what he's playing. And it's a really yeah. nice picture. And I don't know if he's... If he takes that same picture every day, because it's like the same shot. Yeah, it is. It's like it looks exactly the same. But I don't know if he if he photoshops. I'm I'm guessing he just takes that same picture. Every I day. hope he releases a book of those photos. <laughs> he could. Morning vinyl, the book. Okay. You know, if, my... Con- if Kanye did it, people would buy it. What do you got? Okay. Hi. This was hard. Why um, is this hard? Because I have a, I brought a lot of my children here with me. Today. You can play two more. Oh, I already did the one though. No, you can play oh, another one. one. All right, well, this I'll one. let you. I'll pick one to play out with. Yeah. Oh, I have a good play out song, but. All right. Oh, oh, uh. I have the. I have probably two more I want to play. All right, so. this is Goanna. Okay, Goanna. It could be Goanna. I don't know, but the song got played so much in. You on know MTV. how I. Pro- you know how I pronounce this? Beatitude. And I, it's song number two, and they're Australian, and it's um. Uh, this, the album is called Spirit of Place, and the song is called Solid Rock, and I. Oh, this is rock solid. Right. Oh, I just put two and two together because backwards. So, there's also a Dire Straits song, Solid Rock, sure. on making movies. Okay. Am I am I cueing it now? And it's I got it as a cutout, so I guess they were looking to sell things. It just feels cheap. Some didgeridoo. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Wow. Australia. There's a boomerang.
changes, not in a hurry anyway. You can feel the endlessness, the coming of the light of day. We're talking about a chosen place. You wanna sell it in a marketplace? Well. I've ever heard that song, but it that's good. It really got a heavy rotation at MTV, and um, they, I just never heard anything about them or the song ever again. Did our friend Martha maybe introduce that a couple of times? I'm sure she did. She we did. have to have Doug Herzog on. We have you, to just get and him. Werner Herzog. <laughs> sure, talk about now, that. Which bear one was movie. the which one was the villain? In Jack Reacher, was Warner. that Doug? That was Doug. If Doug comes on, I'm just going to pretend his fingers froze. That's right. Werner, what? Werner Herzog is the villain in Jack Reacher. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Huh? Like yeah. the him as an actor, or like the, he is him, as himself? He, no, no, he he, he plays he the villain. Portrays. <laughs> the villain isn't Werner Herzog. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Doug. Anytime, bring him. Uh, Love it. He would because you know he was in the business end of that all that stuff and. Still looking forward to Kate Walsh coming in so we can talk about her show. <laughs> stop. I still Just have a, stop. I still have the playlist. I, if I had my computer, I would flip it around and show you. I still have the I playlist know. for, for yeah, that was rough. Okay. So I brought something. This is called a maxi single. Ooh. And this is a, this is a cheap trick uh, from the uh, Top Gun soundtrack. Mighty oh, Wings. the John Brandt uh, John Brandt era. Look at the very druggy Robin uh, Zander on there. This is a demonstration only, not for sale. Okay. And it's got, uh, the song was written by, if I can see it, this is written by Harold Fultemeyer. Oh. And I, I think, think this, ba- this song is the best song from that well, movie. Well, that's very kind of you. And it's the same <laughs> songs on both sides. <laughs> it's better than Danger Zone? I, I honestly like it better than Danger Zone. And uh, I think it was only, played, song, it was only played at the end credits, wasn't it? Instrumentally, played, it was played somewhere. Yes, and then in with the, vocal. In the, when they're doing the flying exercise. Yeah. I've uh, seen this recently. Unfortunately, they Again. didn't. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> they didn't write it, so they don't make the big bucks like other people. I don't know if this was. Oh. That was disappointing.
terrible. I'm just gonna say it. I, I mean, I, I love. I try to indulge you. I try to say the well. That's it's pretty cheesy. It's okay. I like that song. I, I will tell you. I don't even think that's cheap trick on there. I think that's Robin Zander and then whatever Harold Faltermeyer and and Giorgio Moroder were doing. They get I don't their mileage tell. out of the Berlin song in that movie. Oh, they play God. that about seven Jeez, times. Take my brother. <laughs> Every time there's a love scene. Oh. But uh, yeah, I don't even. I bet that's that's just Robin, and they just yeah. called it. Yeah, it's, it's credited to Cheap Trick. You guys will all get five hundred dollars session fee. Now is this a maxi single? Because it's the same size it's just, as it's, a regular. Yeah, record. it's the same size as a as a as a thirty three and a third. But both songs are just once on each side. All right, so it's the same song on each side. Yeah, I have another soundtrack. Okay, like a waste. okay. this is gonna we're gonna it's gonna take some time to find it because it's Pennies from Heaven, which is a wonderful Steve Martin movie. And With all Bernadette this, Peters, yes. the ageless, the timeless. Uh, the movie, I, I discovered it at the end of college, and I would constantly rent it. And then I found the album, and I was so excited. And the music is just fantastic. But um, a song that I just, it's probably one of my favorite songs ever. It's called Let's Face the Music and Dance. But it has a very long intro. So, we'll, so it's song number two, but kind of get deep in there. <laughs> Because they just, there's a lot of ramp up. We're like, duh, before they face the music and dance. It's a seven minute track. I say we just play it all. <laughs> <laughs> He's kidding, everyone. Go, go. A little bit more, honey. But I think Auntie M's coming. There we go. There we go. It's. T- but what? Perfect. This feels like a 78. Perfect. There may be trouble ahead, but while there's moonlight and music and love and romance, let's face the music and dance before the fiddler have fled before they ask us to pay the bill and why we still have the chance let's face the music and dance soon we'll be without the moon humming a different tune and then there may be teardrops to share. So while there's moonlight and music and love and romance, that's come on, that's fantastic. Oh, Pat, that's pretty good. <laughs> he's he's just taking album covers and putting them over the body parts that are on the album covers. <laughs> Fred Astaire. Fred Astaire. Yeah, it's an Irving Berlin song. These we've played. We played George Burns and Fred Astaire today. I know, right? The classics. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna play a song from Bruce Springsteen's "The River." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you it's not like this album, or just no, I like just it. him? Oh no, no, no! I have actually brought one. Oh, but I, I didn't. I, I didn't choose it. I like. Uh, I remember when this album came out. It's a double album, but it wasn't a gatefold. Instead, it had 
two cardboard <gasps> sleeves inside with pictures on both sides, and then a lyric sheet, a <gasps> fold-out lyric sheet, which was so I take it you like that so better great. than the gatefold because you get more um, more pictures or. Well, I'll tell you what, the, the Tusk album by Fleetwood Mac, it's a double album and it's like this, but then you pull them out and then it's cardboard and then inside cardboard again. There's like so many oh, okay. sleeves. It's overkill. That's pretty cool. I had the cassette, so I got none of that great stuff in the cassette. It just was maybe a little fold out thing with the lyrics, but that's it. I'm going to go with side one, track two, and this is Sherry Darling. Bruce, how many sides do you want on your uh, River album? Oh, let me see. You know what is it? We got 20 songs. That could be a... I mean, if we spread it out over three albums, that'd be too much for the consumer. <laughs> I want to make sure that the man can afford it. So, uh, see, we put five songs on this. 20 songs divided by two. That's 20 on it. That's 10 on the side. That's not going to work. Uh, God, I'm going to divide it by three. Oh, that's gonna, one side's going to be all fucked up. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, okay, I got it. I got it. Uh, ask me again. I'm ready. All right. Uh, how many sides do you want on your? Ho, ting, hey, ho. <laughs> uh, here's how anal I am with my albums when I was growing up. This, this is this sleeve says side one, side two. You would never find the side three, four album oh, in this. And course. as a matter of fact, you would always also find side one would be facing facial. forward. I do that with my DVDs or CDs. Well, I always yeah, make. You're just a we're, person. We're going to get you. We're, we're going to get you some help <laughs> because uh, I also saw you had to count 17 times before you came out of the bathroom. That's true. Hi. Hi. I would say the listening to album or vinyl is more of like an event because mm-hmm. because you guys are yep. passing your albums back and forth. Yep. You guys are looking at everything. It's like it's not like yeah. a CD where you open a sleeve. Or even or right. you just click Digital on your yeah, touch you or something on, with yeah. your right. finger and it's you don't there. see any of the interior artwork. It's just or it's more of an experience. I mean, you can you can but put, sounds you wise, can take sound your, wise, it's crap. You yeah, can no, take, it is it is, and you, I don't know that that is the best. They should just put a flash drive in this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why they didn't package CDs in a sleeve like this. Like you'd slide it out and the thing would just pop right off, so you still had the big graphics. Hi. Well. Uh, why would they do probably that? Space Pat? and uh, <laughs> what? It really comes down to cost, probably. Uh, yeah, for the most part. Also, um, Neil Young, this Pono player. It, it looks like. It, do you, have you seen this Pono player? How would that it, feel in your oh, pocket? Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looks like a Toblerone. 
it does. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you, you go like to if the... If they wanted you to stand it up, just make a kickstand on yeah, it. Yeah, if you make a mistake here and you bite into this thing thinking it's a nice chocolatey <laughs> treat from another country, and, this, uh, and then the files for this, you have to buy them on the Pono site. They're like twenty one ninety nine for an album. This is all a racket. And that's, so, yeah, you're so right. basically, they sold one to Christine Blackburn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if this doesn't fit in your, Christine, this does not fit in your pocket very well. I'm sure. But if, sure you, buy, if you buy special jeans on the Pano, Ponyo site or whatever, Pano. Ponyo, it's not Ponyo. It's not a Studio Ghibli <laughs> film by Miyazaki. What? You don't know. Was that, that a real reference or was yeah. that just I'm saying words? Yeah, I act okay. dumb, but I'm smart. I'm not saying you're not smart. <laughs> Let me read one more thing about in this article. I got to read one more thing. We've only been going on for like three hours. Go on. <laughs> Two hours. <laughs> not only did records provide only a sliver of what you could do in the studio, but they also came with plenty of sounds that hadn't been there in the first place. Ticks and pops. If you're a musician like Bob and I, this is Bob Ludwig and Bob Clearmountain. Uh, and you get to do the mix and you listen to it and you love the way it sounds and then it's transferred to vinyl and suddenly it's got noise and ticks and pops. For me, that's extremely, that's an extremely unmusical event. Hmm. I rest my case. All right. You can find this, you can probably find this article online if you just type in LA Weekly and Sound Wars. It was written by Chris Cornelis, and uh, it's pretty interesting. Now, especially did you get that out of your stack of LA Weeklies? Yes, I have. Uh, I have every LA Weekly since uh, year two. Uh, they're in my. Uh, they're sitting right by some paint cans and some gasoline in the garage. Uh, our grandfather, or my grandfather, knows someone whose name was Ed Nace, and he bought the house next door to him to store all of his uh, newspapers that he kept over the years. <gasps> yeah, yeah, hoarder. God, oh, I, that's what that is with a yeah. capital H. Yeah. yeah, I know that. By the way, do I know your grandfather? Oh, that's your dad. Oh, just... yeah, I don't like him. Um, do, you have, do you have a song for me? This is going to be our no, play out. No, I, I already this gave is gonna be our play out. What that was? I it's can't be our follow Let's Face the Music you said, and Dance. You, you said you had a good play out. Yeah, you said you that had one. That was it. Let's Face the Music and Dance. That was your play out. We, but I, I topped it then with Sherry Darling. So you, I'm giving you a chance to play one more song. Do oh you want God. that chance? Yes, yes. Oh, no. Just, I'm telling you, I have the Fame soundtrack. I won't play it. I won't play it. I've already done too many soundtracks. I've got this. I like that very much. All right. This is the Kinks. Do you want to do any apologies before you play this? Jeez. Uh, Apologies to Loverboy and Sticky Fingers by the Stones, Brian Adams, UFO, Ray Davies Solo, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, The Monkees. Jeff Tate is crying right now. Hall and Oates, UFO, and Chrissy Hine solo. But the Chrissy Hine album I couldn't get to play on any of my Crosleys. Apparently they, uh, the Crosleys support uh, meat eating, and so <laughs> none of her things. The first what, song one. Oh, so great. Christy, do you have any apologies oh, before you want to go? Fame. So That's many. a fame soundtrack. <laughs> Uh, the Who, Lone Justice, America, Divinals, Gary Myrick, I Kissed Him, Just Everyone, I've Kissed Him. Did you listen to records in your bedroom with him? Um, no, I met him later in the 90s. Uh, Billy Thorpe uh, and Nazareth. What were you going to play from that? And I see you have the Who face dances there too. Yes, Love Leads to Madness. It was just Kenny Jones' birthday. Kenny Jones is a good-looking dude. Oh, this was when I discovered them. To me, Kenny Jones that's when was I the discovered drummer. Them. I was like, "Oh, who's this cute guy? Oh, yeah. he's the drummer." Like uh, that's what I knew. This the totally. river. I mean, the river. Uh, Hungry Heart is when I discovered Bruce Springsteen. 
It's good song. Isn't that interesting? I know. Queen, the game. Yeah. I, you know, oh, crazy little game, thing called love. The game. The great thing about at that age when you would discover an artist that had been around for for eight albums already, you'd be like, what? They have other music? And then you could just go back and oh, discover. So That's why fast. I had so many albums when I was a kid because I would discover these people when their career was on the downslide. No, when they were, you know, and then I would go back and buy everything. Yeah. What were you going to say, Kyle? I was going to say, normally I don't like an album that has a bunch of pictures on it, but I like that face dance. What they did, they, yeah, they, this is... they, um, they got, uh, they got 16 artists to each do No, that's a, cool. Yeah. yeah. I like that. And it came Peter with Blake, the, po- it came with a poster of that Clive inside. Clive Barker. Clive Barker did yeah, one of them? Really? Did, wow. He did this one. That's one of my favorite ones. And David Hockney, I think, did one of them. He's like a horror guy, isn't he? Clive Barker. Yeah, Clive Barker. David yeah. Hockney. Um, I would have guessed he did that one. I know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Anyway, pretty great. And, um, then the, and then a poster of that came yes. in there, too. Yeah, that's cool. All right, this is the All right, the well, kinks. Christy, thank you for doing this, yes, as this always. Yes, this was so fun. I hey. think I counted. I think you've been on like 20 times now. So do I get a... Get a gold get, watch. You yeah. get a gold watch. You get that Crosley for get half that off. Crosley for <laughs> half off. Now, since we used it, tomorrow when I take it back, do I tell them... Just say, just, hey, the we had a, a lot of my albums were skipping on it. That wouldn't be a lie. No. Because we had albums that skipped. Say a, a decent percentage of the albums I played were skipping. We played about 80 and, albums And I night, take and good care of my did. vinyl. <laughs> I don't just let it lie around in the sun and bake, sir. I, are you calling? Are you saying that I don't take care of my vinyl? That guy the one day when you were buying vinyl, he was like, hey, don't let that uh, sit in the car. Oh, that, guy, that was a guy I, um, I bought. This was like in 2014. Yeah, I have a... <laughs> I, I, I was going to see Peter Wolf. <gasps> He played at a little club, so I had a. I, I bought a. I bought Love Stinks. Did I you take your your whatever wife, your concert wife? No, I went to this uh, with two of my friends, uh, two of uh, Pilar's friends, who's a big Jig Iowa fan. So, um, so sure enough, I'm throwing this, um, putting this um, Love Stinks album in the trunk of my car, and this guy pulls up, and he started telling us that he used to manage them. Yeah, he was. He was. Crazy person. He was a crazy person. <laughs> All right, uh, this is the Kinks. Yes, from the album Word of Mouth. It is. And uh, Christy, uh, we will do this again on Rock Solid. (laughs) 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 (laughs)